This is Invest Talk. Independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor, Steve Peasley. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, September 23rd, 2022. And of course, that means we're in fall. Doesn't fall, uh, summer end on uh, two, September 21st? So I think we're in the fall already. We have five more trading days in the third quarter, and then we'll be in October. Of course, that clearly is fall. And, of course, the holidays are just around the corner. But I think you'll like them better if you're confident in what paying attention and what your portfolio is doing. We're in a bear market. We've been in a bear market all year. But it's likely we will continue to be in a bear market. You know, the Federal Reserve bumped another three-quarters percent up and said that they're not done yet. I mean, they didn't, they, they, they're still on the warpath on, on inflation. So it's not going to stop. I can't see the market putting together a, a bull phase change from bear to bull until the Fed is done or close to being done raising rates. That's got to be the first thing that has to change. And that's not changed yet. So don't. it's not doesn't mean you have to panic or anything. It just means that don't expect the market to get healthy anytime real soon. Okay, I'm Steve Peasley. And I'm here today on the radio program and podcast to help you make the most of your portfolio strategy decisions, including individual stocks or just the strategy that you're applying. Is that a good strategy? Is this a stock that fits that strategy? So I'm looking forward to talking to you. And, of course, this is a call-in show. The number never changes. It's always the same. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. We're live 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday, as you know. And I've got a lot of material to discuss with you today. My focus point today is thematic, is thematic investing something you should consider? A theme, thematic. A theme, thematic investing. What does that mean? Should you know about it? I think we're going to tell you about it. Time permitting, i got a bunch of other little things I want to talk about. And I, shoot, I've got four of them. Um, did you see the U.S. Uh, US manufacturing and services PMI numbers for September? These are estimates for September. I thought that was interesting. We're going to show, I'm going to share that. Goldman Sachs cuts its 2022 target of the S&P 500. Okay. 30-year fixed mortgages, 6.29%. Do you realize that's up, with, up over 3% beginning of the year? And finally, are you in a lower, middle, or upper income class? Based on income, are you in a lower income class, middle income, or upper income class? Do you know what the numbers are that defines that? This is by the Pew Research, by the way. I'm going to share that with you. 
I thought it was pretty interesting, and uh, you can decide. So when the government says we're going to only tax the rich, you'll know whether you're in the you're the rich person. When I get done telling you, you'll know. Or are you in the middle? When, by the way, whenever the government tells you they're going to tax the rich, they really mean they're going to tax the middle class. Because that's where the bulk of the money is. And so, don't, I've been around a long time. I've never seen them say, we're going to tax the rich and not end up taxing everybody in the middle class, the middle income class, anyways. That's what we're going to talk about. Of course, you come first. We do have also voicemails that we have. Uh, Marie Max and somebody wants to talk about life insurance, so we'll get to those. Also on the docket, my highlights from the latest KPP Premium Newsletter. That's coming in about the halfway point of the program. So I've got a pretty big planned day. And, of course, you drive the show wherever you want to go. I'm taking live calls right now, 888-99-CHART. So... The market took a dump today, down 572 points for the Dow, down 199 points for the NASDAQ, and down 77 points for the S&P 500. So what it is, is right at the lows that it made, was it April, May, May, before we had a little June rally, I think it was May. So right back at those lows. And what was that, about 19, 20% down on the S&P 500, something like that. Um, so, and to over 20% on the NASDAQ, it was 27% or something. Don't remember exactly, but we're still in that bear market. We're not out of it. Not by long shot. Long shot. My wife asked me today, should I sell my stocks? I said, well, how, uh, okay, you're going to try to time the market? Well, how do you, how do you know when to get back in? How, how, what makes that, what, what makes that change? Did you get out to get back in? You see, it's, you can't, it's time in the market, not trying to time the market. That's the rule. Talk to Warren Buffett. He'll tell you. 888-99-CHART. I'm looking forward to your calls. 888-992-4278. Pretty interesting market day today. Uh, not a lot on the economic news front, other than what I'm going to talk about later on the show. So... Um, your calls always come first, as you know. Okay? Uh, right now we have a voicemail. We're going to go to that right this minute. Hello, this is Carlos from Arizona. My question was about Holly, H-L-L-Y. They make uh, performance products for automobiles, uh, mostly gas-powered ones. I know the future is headed towards electric, but this company has been around for a long time. I was wondering what you think about it. Let me know. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, that stock is Holly Inc. Designs, market, manufactures high-performance and personalized personalization products for car and truck fanatics. Hmm, okay. So, specialty parts and performance issues for cars. They've made money for some number of years now. They haven't been around forever. They started in 2018. First couple of years, they lost money, but since 2020, 2020, they made a dollar to a share. 2021, only made a penny, COVID. 2022, 46 cents a share. That's this year's estimate. Next year, 56 cents a share. It's a $4.50 stock. Uh, sales are decent. I mean, they're not going straight up or anything. They're decent. 
It's a $531 million company, and they, you know, it may, they make about $170 to $200 million a quarter. So that's fairly inexpensive stock. Okay, it's less than a 10 PE. So uh, it's fairly low price stock. Now, I'd have to look deeper into what they do. They seem to have, they have debt, and that's one issue I would look at very closely. These smaller companies that have lots of debt, that debt you can crush them easily. So you want to find out what's going on there about the debt level, okay, and why they have so much, okay? That's Holly, Holly Inc., symbol H-L-L-Y, okay? We're headed into a break. Justin and I are happy to play your recorded voice bank questions, but we love to hear, you, hear your live calls. We love that. Our number never changes and it never closes. 888-99-CHART. Why do listener questions make Invest Talk better? Which of these would you recommend? Because each caller presents fresh questions in their voice. I was curious if you still think aluminum has a ways to go from here. When do I know the right time to take profits? Should I be looking for an exit? Should I be holding here? And listeners instinctively realize that Invest Talk uniquely offers a welcome dose of investing satisfaction. I think you have a terrific show, and I've learned a whole lot. Hey guys, love your show. Uh, I've been listening for several years now, and I've learned a lot. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley understand what investors need and want. I would look at it from a tax perspective. If there's no tax implications, move on, find better ways to use that money. I'm going with the odds. I think a half position now would at least get you in it and get you watching it so you won't lose track of it. Don't forget to call Investor. 888-99-CHART. Each day, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. Okay, so what is thematic investing? Thematic, thematic investing. And should you do it? Well, first of all, let's talk what it is. Thematic investing is when an investor focuses their investing efforts on predicted long-term trends instead of specific companies or industry sectors. So, you know, so what does that mean? What, what, how, how do you do that? Well, remember, we're talking about long-term predicted trends, okay? Not sectors, not companies, trends in society, trends in economics. What are some of the trends we're dealing with now? Well, rapid urbanization up until uh, COVID, everybody was moving to the cities, right? Remember? Well, is that theme still valid? How about climate change and resource scarcity? Well, obviously that's still valid. Are shifting economic powers, okay? Are we, is it shifting, well, in other words, is the Chinese miracle going to continue or... Are we going to change our our shifting economic reality is changing? For instance, with climate change, isn't our economy changing to address that issue? Or how about demographic and social change? 
part of the climate change, social change. Things that will benefit from that. So, you know, you you, you can, of course, certain sectors will, will benefit, but we're looking at the theme. And then you kind of push your portfolio. It could be technology. It could be food. It could be uh commodities what's the theme based on what's the investments that would work based on the long-term theme that you see developing that's thematic investing okay so it's not simple because you have to first figure out well what are the themes that will work over the next 10 15 years Okay, and the, what is the themes that I want? And then I got to find stocks that will benefit from that theme. Not easy, doable. Maybe you should hire somebody that's doing thematic investing. Is it worthwhile? Well, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I can't answer that question. There's been no studies to tell me that I've seen that it works or doesn't work. So I can't tell you that. But it's something that you might want to consider as an investor. Okay, this is something I might want to try because maybe you have a very strong idea of what themes are going to work over the next 5, 10, 15 years. How about uh, technology? How about self-driving cars? That's you know, the advancement of technology. What direction is it going to go to, into? You know, maybe it's not going to be your, uh, your laptop or your cell phone. Maybe something else is going to come along. Anyways, that's thematic. Let's go to Chris in New York. Hi, Chris. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I had a, had a question about ticker BHP um, as a play for the silver industry. Okay, BHP Group, Australian company engaged in mining the metallurgical energy, coal, iron ore, gas, oil. Magnesia, magnesia, so it's it's all over the place. It's got a lot of uh, uh, mining interests. It's a huge company, 123 billion dollars out of Australia. Um, they made eight. They made eight dollars and forty two cents in in the, their fiscal 2022 year. This ne- this next year, which will be 2023, they're going to go down to six dollars and twenty two cents. And then 2024, it says 5.06. So their earnings are going to go down. Sales are going down, but, you know, I don't know if they'll go negative. But the stock is very cheap. It's a $48 stock. We're going to make $5.06 in 2024. So it's below 10 PE. But its range is 5 to 19. I think that. I think you got to watch the market. It's got a very solid company, doesn't have a lot of debt, great return on equity, has lots of good fundamental information. But let's see how we do. You want to see if we get a market turnaround before you might want to jump into this. Appreciate the call. Thank you. It is Friday. I'll take a quick break. Remembering, uh, remember, at the halfway point, we're going to talk about uh, the podcast. We're going to talk about uh, highlights on the KPP Premium Newsletter. So stay with me, 888-99-CHART. Now, each time I host the Invest Talk podcast, I have the satisfaction of taking caller questions and then breaking down the often complex dynamics involved. If you've never called, don't hold back. 
You can leave your Invest Talk questions on the 24-7 Anytime Listener Line at 888 99Chart. Okay, on Fridays I usually run down some of the run a quick rundown some of the key benchmark numbers. So I always start with a two-year treasury. 4.199. Remember the Fed raised rates this week, so that affected them. 4.199% per year for a two-year treasury. Also, the 10-year went up. 3.867, but still, the curve is still inverted. So both of them went up, but they both went up the same, and still inverted. That's negative for the economy. Okay, when, when how bad is that going to make the economy? I don't know. We don't know. No one knows that. But we do know that every time it became inverted, eventually the economy went into recession. Now, Technically, we were two quarters in a row, and this is the third quarter, into the third quarter coming up. So we've already had two quarters in a row where there's shrinking GDP, and technically, that's a recession, but we still have very low unemployment at the same time, which technically may not confirm the recession. So now, if you're going to ask me, I think it's a matter of time, and the unemployment will will catch up. How's that? That sound positive, does it? Because it's not. I'm not positive on the on the economy. I think it's going to start because the Fed's going to push rates up more. So uh, gold, gold was down sixteen hundred and forty six dollars an ounce, and that has not done very well this year. It's been down for the year. I mean, it was hanging around. If twenty one weeks ago, it was nineteen hundred dollars an ounce. Now it's sixteen seventy two. So yeah. Hasn't really done much this year. Silver, uh, $18.84 an ounce. It was $19.72 last week. Oil, $78.32 a barrel. Last week it was $85. Four weeks ago it was $92. Seven weeks ago it was $89. Eight weeks ago it was $99. $104.11 weeks ago. $113.25 weeks ago. So it's 78. So it's come off, right? The national average for a gallon of regular gasoline, $3.68. Of course, not here in California. Yeah. We're, we're an average of $5.58. $5.58. I've seen $6 pretty frequently at different gas stations. And for comparison, Ohio today, uh, gas at the pump was $3.46. Would be nice. <laughs> But don't have it. Okay, let's move it back to Investor Voice Bank for a question that came in earlier. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve or Justin. I had a question about life insurance. I'm 25 years old, and I'm wondering if this is time for me to invest in a policy. If so, should it be term life, whole life, or something different? If you could just let me know the benefits of investing my money in that, as opposed to my retirement account or personal investments, that would be great. Thank you. Well, life insurance is not an investment. Term life is a, is the cheapest insurance, and you have insurance for a specific time for a specific amount. But I wouldn't use life insurance as an investment. I would invest in your IRA or 401k, you know, first. And, you know, I would max them out if I could. But do you need insurance? you need life insurance? That would be the first question you need to answer. You're 25. Are you married, single, married? children? Do you have a mortgage and you have a husband? Do you have a two-income family? At 25, 
you know, the need may not be there to have insurance at all. So if you do go the insurance route, I would always suggest term, always, and invest the difference in the cheapness of premiums from whole life to term. That difference is quite a bit. Invest that in your IRA or 401k or in an individual account. Be a lot better off than buying, I think, whole life, universal life. I wouldn't buy those. I've never bought them in my life. I used to be in the insurance industry. But I have never bought insurance in my life. Why? Because I never needed it for any reason. You have to have a need for insurance before you buy it. That's in my opinion. You have to have a need. And it's easy to determine that. Yeah, so you can ask that question. I'll tell you what that is. 888-99-CHART. Okay, uh, September, uh, S&P U.S., Manufacturing PMI, manufacturing, went up to 51.8 from 51.5, improved. The service sector went from 43.7 to 49.2. It also improved for the month of September. So manufacturing services sector PMI improved. Remember, above 50 is economic expansion below 50 is contraction so they're pretty those are pretty healthy numbers as the services is still in contraction but improved dramatically from the month before huh this is what i mean by well, technically we're in a recession in two quarters in a row we're shrinking gdp but we don't have high employment we don't have a manufacturing or service sector that's just collapsing that's not happening that's usually what happens in a recession. Does that mean it won't happen? No, it, 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 it's going to happen. It will happen. I'm going to tell you to happen. Will it happen in this cycle? Maybe not. I don't know, but I think it will. The Fed keeps putting its, its, its heavy foot on the gas pedal of increasing interest rates. That, that, that means that they're off the gas pedal. I should be say on the brake pedal of the economy. They're pushing awful hard on it. We're heading into a break. I welcome your financial investment questions. You can do it right now. Call Invest Talk, 888 99Chart. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture. I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value. So your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, Bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. No two portfolios are alike, and every investor has a unique set of circumstances. The best way to get answers that correspond with your situation is for you to submit your questions to Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. The 24-hour listener line never closes, so don't forget to call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Nick and Hayward. Hi, Nick. Yeah, hi, Steve. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you for the call. Thank you for taking my call. I'm I'm uh, looking at this uh, couple of stocks that doesn't make too much sense to me. They're known as uh, uh, PBR and then PBRA. Okay. Now, when I look at the yield, it, it shows large yield 49 percent 25 30 percent so yeah. what's, what's what's going on there can you explain something to me i, I can help explain it yes uh, pbr is petro brazil it's a brazilian company brazilian-based company engaged in exploration refining production and distribution of oil and gas and one of the reasons why it's so inexpensive it's a 12 dollars 55 stock and they're going to make five dollars a share this year but then $3.86 a share next year. So it's going to go down next year. Sales have increased dramatically because oil prices have increased dramatically. Okay? So not that they produced uh-huh. more oil. They just got benefit from the cost of oil, right? So that's okay. Nothing wrong uh-huh. with that. But why is uh-huh. it so, so why is it yielding so high, 49%, and why is the stock only $12.55? Well, there's a couple reasons. One, it's in Brazil, so it's 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 volatile because it's a foreign company uh, in a country that has you know not a very steady economic outlook. They go, they have big swings in their economic outlook. One year looks great, the economy's booming. Next year, they got big problems. Um, 
uh, sales are going to go down. Profits are going to go down by, you know, 25% or so. And the stock is reflecting that already. So uh, it's very inexpensive. We're talking about a $12.55 stock. They're going to make $3.86. Okay, so, you know, that's pretty darn cheap. Three PE. Now, the PE is in the past has gone as low as one and as high as 85. Very volatile. Return equity is very good at 31%. Cash flow is pretty good at $2.23. They have some debt, but not enough to be scary. Uh, mutual funds have been buying, increased like 25% participation by mutual funds in the last year. So, and the stock has done very well. Have you noticed it was $3 not that long ago, a couple of years ago, $6 last year, and here it is at $12 this year. So it's done very well. But it's still low priced. Now I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be afraid to get into it. They have this huge yield of forty nine percent, and why that is I don't know. I'm not sure why. Maybe because the stock is so cheap and they paid you know two dollar dividend. I don't I don't know. I'd have to look in deeper. I've not seen that on my screen as to why. It's only trading a little over book value, which is very low. So I'm sure it's politics and volatility of the economy that hurts it. But looks pretty cheap to me, Nick. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Adam in Sacramento. Hi, Adam. Hi. How are you, Steve? I'm good. Thank you. I was calling about uh, LPI. Okay. The stock has uh, been beaten up over the last few days, and I was thinking it was a good buy here. looks like the forward earnings are really cheap and uh, i think they have a lot of positive cash flow um so i just want to get your opinion on it okay it does look cheap it's laredo petroleum company lpi and go engage in exploration and development of oil and natural gas in the premium basin in west texas so um i kind of like it they're going to make 26 dollars a share this year and 44 dollars a share next year also benefiting from the price of oil, right? Sales have gone up 90% in the most recent quarter, 113% the quarter before that, 150% the quarter before that. So it's done very well. It's a $56 stock selling with earnings of $44 next year. So a PE of what, one and a half? Not even. One and a quarter. Turn equity is very high at 52. That's great. Cash flow is very strong. They do have a lot of debt. Okay, that's the only thing they have that I would look into as to why. Okay, management owns 2%. Mutual funds almost doubled in the last year. I kind of like it because it's very low price. It is uh, under a billion dollar market cap, just under 974 million market cap. So it's a small company and they can be volatile, but they also can be very lucrative if you pick it up at the right price. So I kind of like it. I think it has good fundamentals. I think it has very good fundamentals. They don't pay a dividend. Too small for that. But you want to buy it cheap, and this looks pretty cheap. Good luck with it. I hope it works for you, Adam. Good luck. The KPP Premium, KPP premium Newsletter was finished today, and it will be distributed to subscribers tomorrow. So I used to go over it some of the highlights on Friday, on the Friday show. In the market conditions sections, I explained the Federal Reserve interest rate announcement weighed heavily on investors this week. 
As the market anticipated, the Fed raised its benchmark interest rates by another three-quarters of a percentage point. It also indicated it will keep hiking well above the current level if they need to. So the new federal funds target range is three to three and a quarter percent, its highest level since 2008. Chairman Powell signaled that the Fed expects to raise the Fed funds rate to 4.4% by year's end from 3 to 3.25, everybody. But the terminal rate expectation is 4.6%, which means the Fed is likely to increase one more time in 2022. Along with the, well, maybe 23. You know, they might keep going into the next year. Along with the rate hikes, the Fed has been reducing the amount of bond buying it's accumulated over the years. As government spending continues to grow, it will prolong the Fed's inflation struggle. Remember, spending, too much spending is inflationary. It may cause further tightening to counter the government stimulus spending. Now, keep in mind that we would not be too surprised if the Fed raises rates further than what is anticipated. The Fed always, you ever notice that? The Fed always seems to overshoot either way. They lower too much, raise the prices, to, or right, raise the interest rates too high, or lower it, raise it, lower it. It's very frustrating as a, a market observer over the years because, you know, it's predictable. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know what I've said about the Fed's interest rate policy. You, they, you know, they should have started raising interest rates last year. Not this year, last year. So this year, we wouldn't see, maybe we wouldn't see this high of inflation. But no, they didn't want to do that. Okay, so anyways, remaining cautious of staying with value-oriented securities that are not interest rate sensitive is the most prudent way to invest in the current market environment. Look for companies that don't have a lot of debt. So interest rates won't affect them. You know, you've got you to be aware of what rising interest rates are going to do to your portfolio. Okay, and the stock ideas. An exchange-traded fund that invests in the currency markets. It uses derivatives and takes long position in the IC U.S. dollar index. Futures contracts to track the value of the U.S. dollar relative to the euro, Japanese yen, British pound, Canadian dollar, Swedish krona, and Swiss franc. KPB sees this as a defensive play against risk assets as the economy faces high inflation, quantum tightening, and interest rate increases that have not elevated this quickly since the use of the overnight rate since the 1990s. Also, another company, a manufacturer of copper, brass, aluminum, and plastic products, it reports in three business segments, piping systems, industrial metals, and climate. It operates various firms worldwide, but drives most of its sales revenue in the United States. That's another theme I like. Where are they getting their income from? I like the U.S. The company has zero net debt and continues to... It continues to increase the free cash flow year over year. The payout is a small dividend. Fundamentals aside, we still see downward pressure on the market as a whole and want to instill patience before jumping in to anything too quickly. 
Now, I've given you a sample teaser of the latest KPB Premium Newsletter. Subscribers receive the full edition via email each Saturday morning, usually. And they also get the portfolio and consumer watch sections. Learn more and subscribe anytime at investtalk.com. That's investtalk with two T's.com. No space in between the two T's. Let's grab another caller question from 888-99-CHART. Hey, Stephen Justin. This is Chris from Florida. I was wondering about Stock Marine Max Inc. Stock tickers HZO. I grabbed a short position back when it was at 39. I'm going to take a dive here down to like 29. And I was just wondering if you think this has ways to go further on the downside, just because I felt, you know, when I came across it, that the fundamentals, they looked okay, but it seemed like it was just over-earning in COVID just because people were buying boats and now they're not going to be as, you know, things are tightening. So I was just curious what you thought about the stock going forward. I appreciate your help and uh, thank you for everything you do. Well, everything you sell is correct. It, uh, Marine Max operates 79 retail stores in 21 states selling new and used recreational boats, pleasure, and fishing boats. Okay? So it's a small company, $646 million. So they are kind of can be volatile. Uh, earnings this year is going to be $8.37, and the stock is a $30 stock. And next year it's going to be seven seventy two. But you're right. Those numbers, if you throw out the last three years and go back the years before, they never earned this kind of money. That's twice what they usually earn. So consumers are spending money, have spending money on things because of COVID making them stay indoors and consumers decided they needed to spend money. And this is one of the areas they did and really are still spending money on it. But, you know, it could go down simply because, you know, the economy, you know, this is the kind of stock that's very cyclical. So if the economy tanks, this stock is heading downward and earnings and sales would collapse. Sales are already falling, still growing. The most recent quarter we have is still the June quarter where sales went up 3%. But before that, it was 17% and 15%. And 16%, 30%, and four quarters ago, five quarters ago, it was just 70% growth in sales. Now it's 3%. So I can see it's going down. I can see this going down to the 20s easy, in the low 20s easy. Even though it's very low price, but it's the nature of this business. It's very cyclical. I'll give you an example. 2016, they made, uh, 2015, they made 48 cents a share. 2016, 87 cents a share. 2017, $1.01. It looks like it was really on a nice incline, right? But the highest stock price was in the low 20s until last year and the year before, after COVID. Right after COVID, you know, stock price shot up and anticipating them people buying stuff. Now you got to anticipate they're not going to buy stuff, right? Okay, summer's over. The autumn holidays will be coming up fast, so keep in mind that while summer may have ended, market volatility has not ended and is not going to end. Volatility means you need to pay attention. doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just means you need to know how to deal with it. You need to know, you need to kind of update your philosophy, your strategies, your methods, Okay, 
So it's worth taking a minute or two, you know, maybe we can help you with that. Steve Peasley, me, and Justin Klein, we take a look at people's portfolios all the time. Find out whether how risky, you know, how risky it is and how risky do you want to be. We'll be happy to take a look at your portfolio and tell you those things. We want to know what your risk tolerance is and then does that match the stocks and bonds and ETS and what you have, mutual funds, whatever you have. Okay, so as you know, uh, KPP Financial, we practice what we call uh, parallel investing, meaning we buy the same things for ourselves, we do for our clients, same price, same percentages, so that we're on the same side as the desk, same side of the table as our client. You can send us a message through investtalk.com. We'll give you that free portfolio review. We'll do that. Go to investtalk.com, click on the contact us, give us a call, any way you want to call us. Remember, we're in Irvine, California, between L.A. and San Diego. But we can we can conduct business all throughout the United States without any problems. Okay, so give us a call. Give us a shot. We want to help you. We'll help you if you'll let us help you. We want to. So it's up to you. The sooner you do it, the better you off you'll be, by the way. Yeah. Okay, let's go to, uh, let's talk about... Uh, real quick, Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs cut their 2022 target of the S&P 500 by about 16%. They think it's going to be about $3,600 on the S&P 500. But what is it today? Okay, well, it's about $3,600. That's <laughs> so it's what it is now. This is down from 4300 what they said before. Now they've changed their mind. And, of course, they pointed to the Fed, the Federal Reserve, raising in mar- raising interest rates. But we knew that. Why would they act like that's news? We already knew that. So why are you changing? You already knew that. Hmm. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here, everybody, to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work will continue right after this break. So get your calls and questions in now, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Hey, uh, most ATFs or mutual funds always has AWK in its top five holdings. So can I have your opinion on buying this stock for a long-term investment? AWK. Thank you so much. Bye. Long-term, I think it's uh, probably a pretty solid company. It's a $25.5 billion company. Provides water, wastewater, utility services to more than... Oh, 14 million customers in 24 states uh, and Canada. One one Canadian province, in the ways. They're going to make $4.82, but you're going to have, it's very expensive stock. This is my hesitation. It's pretty darn expensive. It's $140 stock, going to make $4.82 a share. Okay, so that means what? 30-ish P.E.? And the five-year range is 24 to 45. So even 24 is expensive. 
I mean, it doesn't hardly grow. It's shrinking, shrank the last two quarters. Before that, the growth was always in the single digits. But the theme, thematic investing, theme is, is a good one. Water, utilities, clean water. That's, you know, that's a good theme. The more and more demand for clean, fresh water. And, of course, the need for utility, you know, uh, 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 um, uh, wa- uh, wastewater purification, providing water. I mean, that's a very good theme going forward, in my personal opinion. But it's only paying a 1.9% dividend, so it's expensive. That's the problem. I would not buy it until it got reasonable in price or cheap. What would that be? Well, I'm thinking more near the $100 level, maybe 120 somewhere in that range, 100 120 Delegates down there, I'm not really interested. Really am not. Okay, 30-year fixed mortgages at 6.29, up more than 3% from the beginning of the year. Thank you, Federal Reserve. Why is that not going to crush the housing market? Well, it's going to affect the housing market downward, of course, and probably looks like it's hurting... Uh, very expensive houses, more so than the more normal priced middle-sized houses. But one of the reasons why it's not going to crush it, the housing market is because it's a tight market. It's not going to crush it. It will make prices come down because demand will slow, but there's still a lot of demand because we do. there's not enough housing out there. So higher interest rates, mortgage rates, will affect it. If you get that mortgage rate under 6 I don't think it'll affect it too much. But above six, it's going to affect it more. If it goes to seven, yeah, then the housing market may suffer much, much bigger. And it very possibly could because the Fed's going to keep raising rates. So don't think it's over. We're not near over. So are you in a lower, middle, or upper income bracket? Uh, income, your income class. Where are you? Well, what? How, and this is a Pew Research. They're defining it. A household of three needs $156,600 to be in the upper income household. $156,600. Middle class is $52,200 to $156,600. That's middle. Defining middle income is like two-thirds Two-thirds to double medium income in the United States. Okay, that's defining middle. So two-thirds to double medium income. That's your middle income class. Okay? That's how they're defining it. Lower, of course, is anything below 52,200. Lower income class. Now, I, I, the word class always sticks in my throat. Just that you're lower income. You're a lower income household. Okay, they use the word class. Um, but that's what it is. So think about taxes. If you make more than 156600 you're rich. You're rich. So if you're middle class, you're 52 to 156. So taxes go up. I read the other day that this year will be the highest tax year in the United States based on GDP. Highest ever. I'm Steve Peasons, completes another InvestTalk program. Justin Klein, I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. You can get your downloads anytime at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. 
So we're on our way to 46 million downloads, and we want to thank you for that. We want to keep it going, too. Please be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, and if you do, ask a question. We'll get to it fast. Independent thing is shared success. Have a great weekend, everybody. InvestTalk is a trademark of KPP Financial. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security. Because such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor firm which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein is chief executive officer of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial. Thank you for listening, and your comments and questions are welcome on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.